Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heel Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. It is Tuesday, September 8th. When you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, the sun never quits shining. Sometimes clouds just get in the way. And that is uh, an American proverb, whatever that means. Um, mm. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Uh, after that long weekend, I hope you guys had a great weekend. We will chat about our little adventures in just a moment. But uh, first, let me tell you who we're going to have on the show today, because I'm very excited. We are featuring uh, an award-winning energy healer. Her name is Cindy Dale. She's written over 23 books about everything in the energy healing world, from self-practice tips to energy healing in pets. If you are a skeptic, this show is for you. She actually really enjoys speaking to you directly. Uh, If you haven't already, hit subscribe wherever you are. If you're on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, um, we are so grateful for everyone who is joining us there. Um, and we will continue to bring you these amazing guests every day. Um, if you haven't joined us on Patreon, now is a good time and we see so many of you joining. So thank you so much. Um, eventually we want to migrate completely over to there. So keep on coming over. Uh, we have a really cool experience this week. So it's going to be our first workshop ever. 
Uh, we are having a healing workshop with the incredible Sada Simone, and it's limited to our Patreon members only. It's tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool chance for us to actually meet and um, and experience Saw. He's going to be talking about how to become our own healing gurus. And so if you haven't already joined us, join us over at Patreon. Just click the link tree in my the bio that Kelsey set up. <laughs> um, and it makes it really easy for you. Then you'll just hit Patreon and jump on in. Um, we have a really exciting group ready for tomorrow's show or tomorrow's class, excuse me. And we're going to be doing more of these and just, you know, be patient with us. We're going to, you know, work all the kinks together. You can tell us what you liked, what you wanted more of, what you wanted less of, and we'll work with you to be able to bring you exactly what you want. We've also set up a better together Instagram account. So if you would do this, the kindness of joining over there, um, at better together with Maria on Instagram, and we are going to start trying to kind of make that our little um, spot for everybody while we're also building mariamenunos.com, which has mm-hmm. everything better together. Kelsey's been working hard on that. Um, so Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kelsey and I and my best friend Alyssa went on a little adventure this weekend to the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Um, yes, we did. It was super cool. Um, we drove up on, was it Saturday morning? Yeah. Yeah. No, Saturday. No, Saturday morning, we drove up from Connecticut and we went to the North End. Yes. We had a lot of adventures all in we did. one. I'm like, we were trying we to were remember. Joking. Right. I know we were joking about it. It was like, it was felt like four years long, but it also it was like 48 hours. It was amazing, though. Yeah. We so we, we went to Boston and we went to the North End and I haven't been to the North End in over 20 years since I moved to LA. Jeff, have you ever gone to the North End? You know, this is bad. I've been to Boston only twice. Um, and I can't, is that where the market is? And like, cheers? Uh, it's heavy. No? We cheers, went there right? too. That's, um, okay. that's uh, oh gosh, what's that called? Beacon Hill. Quigley? Or, yeah. And then I've also been to Cambridge and I've seen Harvard. Mm, um, yeah. You went to Quincy I love Market. Boston. You I'm, guys went as well? No, I'm saying the market thing you were talking about was called Quincy Market, Faneuil Hall. Quincy. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. I love Boston. It's such a cool, historic, American-feeling city. And I'm really glad you guys got out. I just think, like, we all need to be weighing right now the cost of living our lives. And I think, like, I'm hoping people really took the responsibilities, but also got a chance to live their life a little bit this weekend, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like... We keep evolving, I feel like, mm. right? We're keep we we're kind of learning how to live with this. Yeah. Um, and so we went to the North End, we had the most insane pasta ever. <laughs> Maria oh. was in tears. I'm moving to the North End. I love the North yeah. End. Maria's moving for the pasta. I'm moving because I liked it. Oh like God. just the ambiance, everything. The pasta, Jeff. She was. What kind of pasta? I started tearing. I started tearing. <laughs> she was so happy. I, got, I didn't get it. It was was it, it was Kelsey's order. No, it was Ashley. Oh, it was Ashley's order. It was like an accidental order that yeah. showed up at the table of a ravioli with like a mushroom inside and this insane creamy kind of sauce. And so I'm sitting in front of a big piece of lasagna, and I just gravitate, of course, to her raviolis. And 
I put it in my mouth and I started to tear. She really did. She was, really did. <laughs> I, was, I love food. Like I'm a psycho for food. And it was the most unbelievable I'm thing. Like, she's tearing now. I'm like about starting it. to tear just thinking about it. It was oh so God. good. And so, oh, oh, here it goes. Um, I, I know I'm a crazy person, but it was it was so cool. And um, and so we walked around, and then we decided we wanted to show Kelsey kind of um, Beacon Hill area. Mm. So we walked up the State House through the Commons and it. the Cobblestone Road, and we had this pizza. So then after I eat this insane <laughs> lasagna and you know raviolis and such, we walk over there. And I see this place, I think it was called Upper Crust. Mm-hmm. Guys, if you ever go to Boston, just beeline it there. I mean, I always beeline it to Pizzeria Regina, and that's amazing. This pizza knocked my socks off. It was insane. So I had this massive piece of pizza as well. They're all looking at me, and I was like, I was only buying it so I could have like two or three A bites, bite. you know, just to kind of like make sure I had some Boston pizza before I left. Holy shit, it was out of this world. <laughs> Died. So um, then we decided, okay, it's time to drive to New Hampshire. So we drove to New Hampshire. It was so scenic and gorgeous. Mm. And there's like a hint of the leaves starting to turn. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really exciting. We kept screaming, foliage, foliage. Yeah, yeah the whole ride. <laughs> foliage. <laughs> a foliage. And, you guys are uh, such nerds. I love it. Yeah. And so we stayed at this hotel and... Um, and it was it was super fun. Um, we we drove up Sunday morning to the Flumes and or it's oh called Flume gosh. George. Flume I don't George, know. Yeah. And it's when you're on the go twenty four seven like me, guys. Finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now as you know I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me so I know we're all focusing on our families our health hopefully our jobs and everything in between but it's time to make your life a little easier and to help you out I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam all the details are in the show notes below or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too I have some new picks on there this little bomber jacket this little black dress you're gonna love it like a two-hour kind of you know walk around this walk slash hike mm. around these like waterfalls and these massive rocks and it was so beautiful it was insane insane wow like I, good for you guys i was laying on those rocks like imagining like my body so, so grounded into the earth it was yeah. so cool yeah and it was wild too jeff i mean people were out but in boston as well as at the flumes everyone had a mask on it was like yeah very reassuring and nice because i feel like in la before we left, people were like, I don't want to wear this. Blah, blah, blah. Really? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't go out into oh, civilization, yeah. so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Really people know. are probably better now. I mean, I don't know. But Boston, every single person, even on like on the streets, had a mask. Well, wait. That's interesting, actually, because we have an issue in California. Yeah. They don't have an issue in Massachusetts. Yeah. And someone yeah. was saying to me that in L.A., everybody was being ridiculous mm-hmm. and not wearing them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, really? Like, people but... will wear them in stores, but not on the streets or anything. And 
Yeah, Boston, everyone, even walking around, everyone I mean, I kind of took mine off when we were on the street or not around people because I'm like, we're in fresh air. I don't need to wear... But when you're walking by... When you're walking by people, you always pop it on. But it was kind of mind-blowing. It was... It was nice. I I needed the like little bit of social buzz that was happening. It was really yeah. cool. It was really cool. Honey, I would have guessed Boston to be curmudgeony about masks. Right. I don't know a lot about Boston. I really like Bostonians, but if I had to guess any state would be like the <laughs> No F you. This yeah. is our life. It would have been the Bostonians. No. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't see them. Mm-mm. But Good for, that's great. I love that. Yeah, it was really cool. I don't know. I you know, we had like a massive drain issue here on Thursday before we left. Um, so my uh, I don't know, our septic drains were never cleaned or something maybe. So they had to do this massive process to clear all the grease out of the pipes. But what happened was our our shower on the first floor and our bathroom was like overflowing, you know, there was a little flooding for a couple of days and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And then I finally called the plumber. I go, I think we have an emergency. Like, I've been smelling some stuff and yeah. parts of the house that there's no bathroom. Something weird is happening. And so, right. yeah, right when he shows up, we go down in the basement and we see waterfalls coming from upstairs. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. So they finally just came now. They had these dehumidifiers. They had to clean and sanitize Insane. everything. They had to change the, you know, um the insulation and everything it's it, <sighs> what is a doozy because it's not <sighs> just a quick fix you know because there's there's always civil there's casualties there's civilian casualties you have to address mm. with flooding oh my lord yeah and, and owning those... a house is a lot of work i don't want one now <laughs> I don't want one. watching me every day i'm dealing with an electrician <laughs> a plumber a drain guy a cleaning guy a this guy a that guy it's like Every day, checks after checks after checks, and, and the, I'm like, and the thing is too, I would typically hear that who just got married and um his he I was just talking to him on the phone. He's a homeowner now, and I'm like, damn, that's so exciting. How is it? And he's like, Jeff, I hate it. I hate ownership. <laughs> I made a huge mistake. <laughs> Honestly, I would feel like if I heard that from someone, I'd be like, oh, you're exaggerating. No, she's not exaggerating. Every day. Every day, it's like, who are these new men in our house who are mm-hmm. picking up this or fixing that or doing that? Yep. Yep. It's yeah. crazy. It's good, though. You know, it probably means the house needed some love. You know, did, it's like you guys did. needed to be there to get it back in shape. And a pandemic yeah. is probably a good time to yeah. get this stuff fixed, you know? I know. Well, it is good, especially like it, I'm prepping it for when my parents can come back. Yeah. And so, like, even little things, like I spent a very long time at Home Depot yesterday morning oh um, <laughs> trying to get lights. So I've got Kelsey here working with the electrician, like which lights am I picking up, blah, blah, blah. So we replaced all the light bulbs in the kitchen and now we have light. Like every time Holy we were world. turning on the lights, only a few would go on and the few were dim and screwed up. And I'm like, it's crazy all the little things that add up. So now we're like, we can see all the driveway lights, you know, all the posts have lights now. And it makes a difference. So, yeah. So we're, we're working on landscaping next because the grass is getting lot. tall. Yeah, yeah, Kelsey. <laughs> so the electrician's son was over the house. He's 21. Really sweet kid named Adam. And I said, Hey Adam, I have some advice for you. And he goes, what? I go, never buy a house and he started laughing he goes but my mom keeps telling me to buy a house i go she's wrong she's wrong <laughs> don't do it no <laughs> i mean real meanwhile it is the best advice you should own your own home rather than like give your money away to somebody but the truth is it is 
you know, a lot of work, maintenance and, you know, keeping up with stuff. So, um, yeah, it's funny. So yeah, that's what we were dealing with. So getting away was really, really nice nice. for us. Um, and this morning I started, um, back on my soul sync meditation. So I wanted to make sure I told everybody because I've recommended this meditation. It was free on YouTube for a really long time and then it just disappeared. Mm -hmm. So we found it and I mentioned it recently, this app, it's called the breathing room or breathing room. Mm -hmm. So I did the soul sync meditation this morning outside and I literally felt like I was like levitating. It was so beautiful. Mm. It was so good. So I'll put that in the resources in the description for our listeners. Yeah, it's so, so good, you guys. And they have so many other ones. Like I sleep to their sleep ones now. And that helps me a lot. I need to do it. Last night I had the melatonin and the CBD. What? <laughs> me too. That really helped. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You need it sometimes. I know. Well, we didn't sleep well. What was it, Saturday? Yeah. Well, we were in a hotel yeah. and it was like scary. Like scary. there were so many noises and, you know, it's not a really comforting feeling staying in a hotel nowadays. So no yeah. matter what, you're like, mm-hmm. am I kind of pushing it? Yeah. yeah. But it's tough call because you're also supporting businesses that really need the help right now. So it's like, you know, you again, we're all weighing these risks and trying to figure out what's next. So I actually applaud you guys for doing it. And the truth is hotels are being so cautious right now yeah. that in some ways you, you're probably safer than maybe you would have been. No. last year oh way, i was know? gonna say I was, if you were gonna say my house no we're safer here but <laughs> yeah. i will say yeah. it's last easier yeah. not being with my mom to mm. do things like this because now it's like yeah. i know i'm not near her to get her sick so yeah. i feel a lot safer um yeah. exploring and stuff but it was, it was nice mm. it was really nice did you do anything fun jeff you know, I feel like I caught up on some much needed re- relaxation. Laura and I are watching a show called The Vow. Have you guys heard of this? No. It's on HBO. It's about the Nexium cult. So I don't know if you the guys what? remember, but that was that cult that broke um, two years ago called Nexium with some kind of like mid-level Hollywood actors who were oh, involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it really, good? really fascinating. It's What's cool about the documentary is it's very inspiring because it's following the one defector who brought the whole thing down. So it's this woman who was in the middle of all of it and then really found her own voice and stood up for what she believed in. So mm. it's kind of, I think if you're looking for, it's unsettling because all cult documentaries are, it's, it can be a hard watch, but the heart of the show is really about the people in the, on the inside who found the power to say no and find their own voice. And um, it's watch. really good. It's HBO, yeah. um, definitely worth watching. I Heard Away was really good too. I, I haven't seen it good. yet, but I've heard good things. And the boys. The boys. Yes, the boys are back. What's weird though, Maria, is your episode's not out yet. They used no. to drop all of them at the same time, and now they're going week by week. So oh, I've yeah. been like creeping trying to find you. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it was like next week, like the 15th maybe. I think that's um, right. There's two. So I don't know if they're back to back, but. From what I've seen, they're back to back, yes. My episodes are? Yeah, I did some IMDb stalking of you. Oh, And I believe it's Sunday. And then the next Sunday. This but Sunday? I'll double check that and make sure. Yeah, I think oh. in a week from yesterday. Hey okay. All right. Okay. Hey now. So, I'm very excited. Hopefully I did well. Sure um, you did. <clears throat> well, Kels, yes. if you would help me do the honors, I feel like um, before we get to our guest, who I'm super excited about, I want to tell you guys about um, Thrive Market. So you guys know I'm passionate about health and wellness, but... 
being here in uh, Connecticut in the countryside has left me lacking some of my favorite options until now. So I have to tell you about my recent obsession with Thrive Market, which delivers healthy and organic products right to my front door. So on our show, we talk about getting better better in all areas of life, whether it's finances, health, self-care. And with Thrive Market, I've been able to do all three. So it's like having Whole Foods delivered directly to my doorstep. Thrive is like a farmer's market online. It features only the world's highest quality products from amazing grocery items, pantry staples to beauty products. Personally, I love the triple action fruit and veggie wash. I got some of this and the saline cinnamon. I got a lot of stuff. Um, And it's so cool. So with paths, guests like Dr. Christy Funk imploring the dangers of cancer causing GMOs and additives, I love that Thrive offers easy, convenient non-GMO options with a simple click. It's like getting the Whole Foods experience without the price or, of course, even having to drive there. Um, Thrive Market is like an upscale Costco, so it does have a small membership fee. You get bulk prices on premium upscale items, though. So you get like 25 to 50% off retail. So you save an average of $30 on each order. And the other thing I love about Thrive is that their memberships come with a mission. So every Thrive paid membership sponsors a free one for someone in need. So it's super, super cool. If you are a fan of this show, you know how important it is to take your health seriously. And now you can do it on a budget with Thrive Market. So go to thrivemarket.com backslash better together to check it out. Now, by going through our landing page, you'll benefit us on the show, the company. And most importantly, you're going to benefit because today, if you join, they're going to give you a free gift up to $24 in value. So eat healthy take care of yourself and thrive. Oh, Jesus, I just smashed myself right on the microphone. That just boom happened. It was like a massive accident. I might need an ambulance. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Don't worry, I'm thriving, guys. I'm thriving. So one more time, thrivemarket.com backslash better together. Um, You guys are going to love it. It really is like changing my life here because a lot of places don't have you know, where where you live, you might not have these things conveniently located. So every time I came to Connecticut, I was always suffering because I'm like, where do I go to get the things that I need? And luckily on this trip, I found a few little stores, but it's like a 30, 40 minute ride and I don't have time to do that all the time. So then I found Thrive Market and I was like, hey now, I can just click, click, click like I do on Amazon and my life gets easier. Now I can do that for all my health food stuff. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes, yes, yes. And at a better price. And yes, you save so much. So 25 to 50% off retail is pretty gangster. So that is Thrive Market, everyone. Um, Go today and join. You're going to love it. All right. All right, friends. Let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go to It first came into the house because of Kevin, he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. Let us get to Cindy. She is an internationally renowned author, speaker, healer, and business consultant. Her bestseller, The Subtle Body, an encyclopedia of your energetic anatomy, has won over four international publishers' awards and garnered hundreds of five-star reviews on Amazon.com, continually selling in the top spot of its category. That's pretty amazing. Cindy calls herself the everyday clairvoyant, and she's passionate about providing healing tools and information to even the most skeptical of seekers. So Cindy, thank you so much for joining us. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. I think skepticism can be healthy. So let's people ask more questions. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, it is very healthy and really important. I wonder when people are skeptical of what you do, how do you find yourself reaching that? Because I know you kind of enjoy this part of it. I do really like this part. So I like to sort of pop something in front of them. Typically, if I'm doing a session and somebody's skeptical, I don't actually have to do anything. I typically find that those I connect to, you know, higher power, whatever word you might want to use, kind of provide something that says, wow, this is really real. Or I like to get people really concrete. I share science. I explain this with quantum physics, classical science, whatever's going to make sense. Or I just kind of try to prove something to them. Uh, years ago, I taught a class and I taught people how to work with, you know, stones that are dangling. And it's called the pendulum. And if you hold a pendulum over a chakra, one of your energy centers that we typically can't see, it will move. It will move in the direction of the chakras. And so my one particular uh, student said, my husband doesn't believe in any of this. So she went home, grabbed a pendulum, had him test all of her chakras, and he ended up saying, wow, this is real. There's no reason for this stone to be moving. So... You know, there's a lot of ways to get people acquainted with energy, energy mm-hmm. work, intuition. And it's not so they believe in me. I think it's so they can believe in their own gifts. Yeah. So explain energy work to people who don't know what it is. It, it is such a fascinating realm to know that, you know, there's this kind of thing around us that also contributes or in a good or negative way to our healing. Exactly. So I like to start with the basic definition of energy, which is, by the way, everything. (laughs) And so that doesn't help us a lot because if you're just driving your car in a way you're working with energy, so you're doing energy work, but you want to know what you're doing. So energy is information that moves. And there's two types. There's physical energy, which is what we studied in science, There's subtle energy, and that's what we're talking about typically with energy work. That's the invisible stuff, the the goods of the quantum universe. And uh, frankly, it's most of everything. Science is proving that 99.9999% of a physical object isn't measurable. It's subtle. It's invisible. So 
it, it can start to freak you out, I think. If you start to go, oh, okay, most of me is invisible. <laughs> most, of, most of my thoughts, I don't even know what they are. Most of my feelings, I don't know why I have them. Most of what I'm doing might be because I'm picking up on these sort of subtle messages we're picking up from the outside world. But that's also the beauty and the power of subtle energy. Because if we can just track a little bit of what messages we're sending into the world or what we're picking up, you know, I think that's the place of true power. I think that's the place of em empowering ourselves. In my world, I would say to be the spirit who we really are in 3D reality. So it's understanding your invisible energy that kind of unlocks things. That's it. Understanding that you have it, that it is most everything, and that it creates most of physical reality. So once you get that, the fun part is figuring out, how do I figure that out? How do I know what my subtle invisible energy is doing? And yeah. how do I know what I'm picking up? So I've had energy work done before. Yeah. And when he does it, he so we have this like room with like stair levels. And he like has to go really high up because he's like your energy field is is really big and he's working on me from way up there now <laughs> i have seen his work yeah and i've i felt the changes and the instant adjustments and stuff and so you know i i start off like a healthy skeptic until someone shows me why i should believe right and so i fully believe uh -huh. but for someone walking into a situation like that and being like what that just sounds like so so fruity like they don't they don't buy it. Um, explain it in quantum physics, because when you start reading about quantum physics, and this is measurable, um, and there's actual science behind things, it's easier for people to understand, right? Like we're very, you know, A plus B equals C, or, you know, one plus one equals two. We want to look at things through that prism. But energy, energy is like this whole other world that we've, we don't really tap into. Right, exactly. And you're talking about the energy field. Regular science has even shown that one of my electrons is can be found at least a football field away. So we're really big. Whoa, oh, so say that again. <laughs> All right, isn't this cool? So one of Cindy Dale's electrons, everything comes down to the atom. And the atom has electrons that roll around, you know, in, you know, kind of encircle it those electrons really work like in a quantum fashion science has shown you can find one of my electrons well i mean they didn't research me in particular <laughs> but at least a football field away wow i know and that's not quantum so that's just that's not quantum that's just regular science quantum physics says that as these electrons go away go around they're made out of photons which are quantum and you know what those dash into other dimensions, other time zones, other spaces and places constantly. So you're actually all over the place. And all this organizing what we see here is whatever you want to call it, our soul, our intention, our consciousness, the agreement that all we humans have made that we're all going to look like this 
And But quantum physics is just wild, cool stuff. It literally says that you can pick up on a thought from a thousand years ago. You can communicate with somebody before they even have a thought. You can know what they're going to think. There's all these potential futures. And, and that's like real validated science that things can, ideas can move faster than the speed of light. So I just had a vision, you know, when like you see those farming things that have these like wide things and they're collecting stuff. Yeah. Right. I just felt like, like your protons, right. Or, or your field is like that. Right. And we're collecting shit everywhere we go. It, we are. It's crazy <laughs> it's to me right scary. now. My, my mom's family are farmers in North Dakota so I'm very well acquainted with how all those tractors and plows and this and that. Well, maybe and that's why works. I felt it, because I, when you <laughs> I said pro, so. my protons are that far away, I just saw a farming <laughs> thing and collecting yeah. all of it. Yeah, that's our photons. That's our quarks. That's our uh, boson particles and Higgs, this and that. We've got all these names. We don't really know how many of these different types of little quantum particles there are. They're not even particles or fields. They just move around all the time and go into different spaces. But that's kind of what we're like. Mm. We're moving through life and we're just kind of gathering as we go. It's sort of exhausting sounding, isn't it? I mean, yeah. how many... <sighs> How many of us really know what we've been picking up as we've been moving forward? That's why we're yeah. tired in the morning by the time we reach adulthood, actually. Why? Because we've been collecting for our whole, like, youth? Yes. <laughs> we've been collecting. In my world, we call that absorbing other people's energies. So a lot of times we don't really know what we're bringing in. We don't have really good filters. I mean, basically, when we're growing up, we're, we're these little psychic beings, we're subtle beings, we're, you know, we're constantly bringing information in dad's anger, mom's thoughts, somebody's judgment, you know, what great aunt Hazel thinks about it, you know, you should be happy about. Uh, and we're just gathering all this stuff. And it goes into our memory banks. There's different kind of memory banks in us than just our brain. And it goes in there. And by the time we reach adulthood, we've really gathered quite a bit of information mm. that may not really help us. It may just give us a headache. It may just kind of make us do stuff we don't really want to do. But those are sort of the programs inside of us. Interesting. So I was tired this morning. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things. And sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different, and there's no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use the code Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com, T H E O U A I.com. Use the code Hill Squad. Your hair deserves it. An hour after I woke up, and I thought it was because oh. I didn't have coffee, Cindy. Mm -hmm. But 
I did feel some things I have in the last 24 hours been feeling other people's energies affecting me. So maybe that's why. I think it is. I think we're tracking along this, you know, tired in the morning thing. I just actually complained to somebody I work with a few days ago. And I said, you know, about once a week, I'm waking up exhausted. What am I doing at night? What am I gathering? I think during really stressful times in our own lives. But come on, the world is a stress. We're mm -hmm. sort of like beyond the mercury level, right? Our insides want to know what's going on, at least subconsciously. So sometimes we just take in the news without turning on the news. Yeah. We may pick up on other people's issues, their fears, what could happen in the future. For instance, before 9-11, this was, uh, of course, a long time ago. Um, the day before, I woke up just jittery. I was terrified. I was jittery. I didn't know what was going on. And I was supposed to fly home from Arizona, wherever I was, uh, the next day, September 11th. And I said, I'm going home today. And I did. And because of that, I was on the phone the morning of the attacks on the World Trade Centers with three clients. One of my clients stayed home from a job in the World Trade Center to do the call with me, which is very interesting. Isn't that kind of spooky? Another one was also in New York, and I heard the second Trade Center come down. The third worked for the military, this particular gentleman, and he told me stuff he probably wasn't supposed to tell me also um, about what was happening. So we can pick up on stuff and depending on what our inside self does with it, we can feel burdened, mm. we can feel jittery, we can feel happy, we can feel excited to do something. So, I mean, you're picking up on something. Yeah, I had a similar experience um, pre 9-11. I was supposed to go home. Yeah, and I ended up just, I landed in Boston and I, I looked at my best friend and my mom, they had picked me up and I said, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go, I need to go. And they're like, what? I'm like, get me to the airport. I need to go to LA now. And I don't know what came over me and they were freaked out. And I, my mom was like, you're not even going to see your dad. I'm like, no, I need to go now. And I got on the plane and she worked for the airlines then. And this was pre 9-11. So she just put me up, put me on the plane, didn't even have a ticket, got me on. And I cried the whole flight. And the flight attendants were coming up to me and they were asking me, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I just, it was crazy. So yeah, you do feel stuff. I know I'm really sensitive and I feel everything. Um, but what this farming thing is interesting for all of us to understand, if our force fields are so big, you know, when you go out into a public place, like I did this interview with Judith Orloff. I don't know if you know of her. I do. She's yes. amazing, right? Yes. Cool. So to just talking about when you go out into a public place, like yesterday I was at a beach and maybe I collected stuff with me yesterday that's subtly burdening me today that I don't even know. That makes sense because think of what people are really thinking about at a beach. Am I safe? Am I too close to somebody? Is this a smart thing to do? What's going to happen to me? Could I get a disease, the disease, right? The virus. Mm -hmm. So without knowing it, if you're open like you are, and many really talented, creative people, uh, you know, are really sensitive. That's how they get to be creative. They take in what's going on around them and they, mm. they do something with it. They 
they channel it into their work, into art, into teaching, into whatever it is they do. And the challenge is sometimes we don't know all that's coming in in the moment. Kind of hits us later, like you're saying, mm. before your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is that why they say to cloak yourself in white light before you go somewhere? Yeah, that's what they're talking about. They're saying, look, you can't deal with issues that are not your own. That's what I like to tell people is, Cindy, Maria, all of us can work on our own issues. We really can't fix other people's issues. And so one of the techniques people like to use is surrounding themselves in white light. That's sort of like a boundary that says, I don't want something coming in unless it suits me. My favorite activity is to center in my heart. We know from science that the actual physical heart generates more electrical activity, magnetic activity, EMF activity than the brain does. Wow. It creates the biggest field and science is showing if you hold a really positive sensation in your heart, I like to kind of hold it in the middle of my heart, but if I hold gratitude or joy or love or even self-appreciation is fine, then you're gonna generate a field like that white light that's actually gonna keep kind of the riffraff out also. Interesting. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, am I now going to have to change it where I envision myself in a football field and I cover the whole football field? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> what about, work. Sydney, if I'm just doing right here, I got a proton over there. So, I need a I cover. <laughs> you, know, you know what? We can't keep track of, I mean, I'm a mom. I can't keep track of my kids, <laughs> much less, you know, all these quantum particles. And there's so many of them. Uh, I mean, you can do the white light, but you don't want to envision it a football field away or gosh knows halfway around the world. That's just way too much work. That's why I like to picture like a white light just generating from me. It's sort of like the sun. Ain't nothing going to get into the sun that's going to hurt the sun, right? Yeah. It's burned up in orbit. So think about your inner self, whatever you call it, your spirit, your true self, as being fed by whatever you call your higher power or a, a beautiful light. And if you're generating, again, nothing that's supposed to get in is going to get in. I love that. Like our su our sun force field, like pushing everything out. Yeah. And, and then you're giving the good light to everybody. You're helping but you're not hurting yourself mm -hmm. like we codependent people often do. And you're also sending good messages into the world about yourself. So you're giving people an invitation to meet you in a healthy way, in a loving way also. I love it. Um, you talk a lot about, um, you know, in the subtle body that, well, the subtle body is devoted to the critical world of our invisible anatomy we discussed this already but so much of our healing actually occurs out here explain that because you know your first instinct is to say no 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 i have you know this kind of cancer it's in this organ or it's in that organ so explain how that works well we have an entire anatomy that i do describe in that book but honestly various cultures around the world for thousands of years have worked with what's called the subtle anatomy rather than just the physical anatomy it's great to know about the physical anatomy there's three basic parts to our body there's channels like blood vessels 
there's centers, which are organs, there's fields. There's some super cool stuff if you Google that will show you the fields, the electrical fields, the EMF fields that your body gives off going all the way around you. So we know that we're physical in those ways, but the subtle body works very much the same way, Maria. We have energy centers in or around us. They're called the chakras. They can work with physical and subtle energy. We have channels of energy that move all kinds of stuff inside of us and out into the world. And then everything we are makes these fields of energy that go around and they carry the imprint of what's happening inside of us. So if you fix something in that field, think of yourself as just these fields of energy, fields of light, fields of sound. That's really all we are. And a little soul thrown in, right? So if you fix what's out there, it gets transferred back into not just these chakras, but the physical body, and it can shift what's in the physical body. I mean, years ago, long time ago, 15 years ago, there was research that this uh, researcher like took a piece of light, right? And he sent it into a chamber and it disappeared before it went in there. Now, that means that if we're working with subtle energies or these subtle fields, we can disappear a tumor. We could disappear a tumor before it even appears or we could help appear what we really need. So to me, this is like geek city. This is, wow, look at how powerful we are. So let's make use of that and do some good things for ourselves and other people. So how do we find our chakras and how do we start to, like, are we able to work within our own chakras to heal ourselves? Yes, you can't because they're yours. And I like to tell people, don't be scared of this part. A lot of people approach chakra work or intuition with this sort of trepidation. Like I'm going to. As a first time mom of the baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Screw up. It's like, it's they're your chakras. <laughs> I mean, just, just kind of go in there with some matcha, you know, kind of like get to know these parts of you. And I think you don't even have to learn that much about the chakras to start figuring out how to work with chakras or how to work with the fields that they relate to outside of you. Like Google anything up. I don't care if you work with seven, there's seven in the body. I work with 12, some of them are outside of the body. Learn three, learn seven, learn 12, I don't care. Learn the basics, learn where they are in relation to the body, what colors they are and the basics of what they do. So I'll give you an example. First chakra, in the hips, right? It's red. It governs our manifesting, it governs our physicality. Like if you're, and, and our adrenals. So if you're just adrenal fatigued, like who isn't? 
if you have a physical illness that you can't get over, hmm, that's first chakra. So focus on that part of your body, which is in the hips, you know, and just ask for good energy to start mm -hmm. filling you in. You don't have to know a lot to do a lot. Okay. I like that. Um, you talk about the 12th chakra. I've, I've deep dived on you. So I, I'm you curious. <laughs> um, I'm curious how you find the 12th chakra. Okay. Can you do it just talking to people? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So the 12th chakra is sort of this secret chakra. I love the 12th chakra. And it's hard to find because it's all the way around your energy field. But the easiest way to get it is in the inside of the heart. Now, I know people are going to go, oh my gosh, but there is a heart chakra, which there is. But if you go deep, deep inside of that, you can find your 12th chakra, which is your most, oh, I, I don't even have a word. It's your most super neat chakra because everybody's 12th chakra holds an ability or a gift that's unique to them that nobody else has. So don't we all want to unearth that gift mm -hmm. and go, hey, unlike anyone else, I can do this. That's what we're looking for in the 12th chakra. How do we find it? I would go in the middle of the heart. That's what I would do. So, I mean, even those of us listening right now, I mean, the process is taking a couple deep breaths, bringing yourself, your focus, your consciousness into the middle of not the physical heart, the heart chakra, right underneath the septum. And so, then once you're in there, imagine yourself turning your eyes on, turning on your intuitive ears, getting your sense of things like that. And then you want to ask a question like, what's really unique or special about me? You just trust the answers, basically. And you trust the answers. They usually shock people. I remember the first time I did a reading on a woman about her special gift. And I said, you have something really unique. And she said, yeah, when I write stories, the endings always happen. She'd had a child with leukemia healed that way. Trust the answers or trust what starts to happen in your life. Like if all of a sudden you start to think something and it starts to happen, that's a special gift. So think good things yeah. <laughs> if that's your gift, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you also talk about, um, well, the chakras obviously are helpful in healing, right? But the chakras are different than the outside energy field. Right. So you they have to relate. kind of tend to they everything. Relate. Yeah. So the chakras are sort of more inside, but they create energy fields outside of you. Mm. So that's the way that I think works the best to picture it. So you can work outside of yourself because those are part of what they call the biofield. Um, all fields that are generated by your visible and invisible body. But each chakra also creates a field outside of you that carries chakra data out and carries data from out there into the chakra. So we're getting into the nitty gritty, but I like talking about that because it shows what kind of flow we are and how we can think something. And then we go to the mall and 
were around somebody who just says what we just thought, they might have been picking it up from us. What's inside goes outside too. Ooh, I love that. So that's why someone calls you that you were thinking of. Yes, yes. And isn't that fun when that happens, unless it's the IRS or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. I mean, I'll literally block some of my thoughts. I'll, I, I'll go, no, I don't want that person to call. And, and they don't call. I tend to think it's because I stopped them from calling, that I might have been thinking they were going to when they did send that data to me. And I was like, please don't. <laughs> so who knows how much control we really have. But yes, you're picking information up from other people, but you can pick it up from plants and animals and trees. And, you know, they've actually shown, it depends on which study you read, that some people are able to sense like a solar flare going off. Their physical body reacts up to 24 hours in advance. And science says that typically about mm, 10 to 15 minutes before a solar flare goes off, we pick it up in our body. Our heart rate goes you know, up, et cetera. So if we're picking up something that big, I mean, think about what we are reading, if you would, from other people mm -hmm. or other organisms too. How do you trust what you're hearing and picking up? Oh, you know what? That's really the million dollar question. I get asked that question all the time. Um, I'm teaching a class, for instance, to Chinese students. I mean, they're in China. I'm in America, right? And I think every time I teach, we've now had 15 classes, they ask the same question. How can I trust this image? How can I trust this feeling? How can I trust that even though I'm feeling the healing, it's really gonna last? And, and you know, to some extent, the answer is you just have to choose to. Like you have to decide you're going to, and you have to just go with it. And then you get to see that it's accurate. So stay with it long enough to get some proof coming back. Um, I learned this early in my career. I had a woman come in for a session and I hadn't done very many sessions at all. And she sat down in front of me and she said, just tell me, you know, kind of what you get, which I hate those questions. Cause it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and all I could see was popcorn. Honestly, popcorn, that's it. I just saw bags of popcorn and I feel like a fool. I'm like, I don't trust this. I, maybe I want popcorn. Maybe I didn't have enough popcorn at the movies last week or whatever. It's all I could get. So I said it to her. I said, I see popcorn. She burst into tears. I know, I still feel sad for her. She started crying and she said, I'm a popcorn addict. I even hide popcorn in my car because my family, my kids, and my my husband are so worried about my popcorn addiction. Oh my God. No, what I know are exactly. the odds? I'm like, thank goodness I said this. I was like, does she own a movie theater? I was starting to think well, of like... No, but here's part two. Part two is like, it's so sad. I said, so I got another image in my head. And again, I didn't want to trust it because I saw a picture of my father. My father was already dead, right? And I'm like, well, what does my dad have to do with this? So I just said, I see a picture of a dad and it's my dad. She goes, oh, it's got to do with my dad. She said, the last time I saw my dad, I was 12. Okay, now I'm gonna cry. He took me to the movies. We had popcorn. He took me home and then he left and I never saw him again. That's why she's addicted to popcorn. Wow. Of course she is. She wants her dad back. Oh. Right? 
Oh, that's so emotional. What if I hadn't trusted it? Yeah. So I think we have to say, what if I, if I don't trust it, I may not get the next bit of information I need. I may miss something. So I'm just going to trust it and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I have, have found myself is I just, if it came to me, it came to me for a reason. But when you're reading somebody, how do you distinguish between what you, like you even said it just then, like, what if it's my thought? What if it's my thing? What if it's, I'm picking up, you know, sometimes you'll get a reading and they're like, maybe I'm picking someone else up in the room. And you can't. And I self-assess constantly. First of all, I go to therapy. I've gone to therapy for 30 years, <laughs> right? So I think any of us who work in this field, it's sort of on us to keep on clearing what we do have so it doesn't get so mixed up yeah. with what's happening for other people. But I self-assess a lot because, um, you know, sometimes the information comes in and remember, when we get information, any of us, any of us everyday people, right? You're just at, you know, you're out with a friend and you start to feel sad. You you can ask yourself, is this my sadness or is this my friend's sadness? And typically you're going to get a sense of an answer or you can say, if this is my sadness, I want to keep it. If it's my friend's sadness, then I don't want to feel it, at least for the next moment. And then if it goes away, you can you can pretty realistically think this was not mine mm. maybe you can ask my friend you know if they've been sad so i think we get little tricks and they're just for everyday life too like how to tell what's yours and how to tell what's not i i use a technique i call it spirit to spirit when i work with clients it helps me with that because i do believe that we are an immortal essence each one of us and that includes all kinds of living organisms so before i work I always affirm my essence, the other person's essence. I want to relate in the best way. I call on whatever you want to call the oneness. And then I turn the process over. And that helps me trust that what I'm getting is probably fairly accurate with room for error. And I'm okay being human. And I'll ask somebody, does this make sense? Does this work? Or, you know, kind of keep self-assessing. Yeah. What, um, when you're working with an energy worker um how do you know if like how do you scout out like the right energy healer basically oh isn't that a good question (laughs) because i get a lot of people asking me that to be honest so i think first you 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 can google i mean these days you can find out a lot about people So I would first do just sort of like the Better Business Bureau thing. I mean, literally, they're not going to cover this under the BBB. But go out there and see if there's anything that's too too much that's negative, you know, or if there's something you can find out that seems trustworthy. I encourage people to do word of mouth because your friends know you and they're going to be able to say, I think you'll like this person rather than this person or ask a practitioner. I mean, these days, a lot of therapists, a lot of of healthcare professionals kind of use energy medicine or know about it. So check around. And, you know, the fourth answer is trust your gut. I think, right? Like if you think about a person and your gut goes, then don't go to them. If you think about a person and your energy rises and you feel, wow, this feels sort of uplifting. They're probably a good choice for you. And 
What is the craziest thing you've seen in terms of results from energy work? Oh, I have so much of that. That's a great question. Okay, I'll keep it down to one. <laughs> um, I, Because I, you see some strange things in this field and stuff that makes you want to clap your hands. All right. Uh, years and years ago, I was still pretty new at this, which is why I was really impressionable also. Like <gasps> when results happened, I was like just as thrilled, I think, as the client. I had a woman come to me. She had, <laughs> Wait, so you're I doing know. the work and you're like, holy shit, it worked. I know. I was like, oh, no. All right. I still do that, though. That's Every fun. so often I go, wow, that really worked. Or that was really right. I, I I don't think you can lose your childlike wonder and, you know, and have a good life. That's um, funny. So this woman came to me for lung cancer and we worked on it with energy. I talked about some family issues that she had, et cetera. She went home a few days later. Okay, this is how long ago this was. There was an email. She called and wrote me snail mail. She said, do you know what happened? Two days after I saw you, I had grown. She said, I grew two inches. Literally, she grew two inches. She said, I have no idea what that has to do with the cancer but I grew two inches. How does she know she grew two inches? Like she because just felt she something and measured herself? Night. Her back hurt, none of her clothes fit, and she had to go out and buy new clothes, which I thought was smashingly great. I mean, who doesn't want a new wardrobe, right? I know, isn't that neat? <laughs> I've never heard of someone grow two inches. No, her spine grew two inches. Now, the, the she was given a clear on the lung cancer a couple months later. But I, but you know what, you gotta be careful with energy medicine because you can't claim every miracle is your own. You know, she was also undergoing chemo. So it, it did the chemo work, did the lungs stretch out? So then they opened up so they could clean out, but she grew two inches. I had another client, I told you, I'm, I'm promise I'm gonna stop with this. But she came for a session, she could literally feel an angel coming into her. And she had bone cancer. She went for a count right after. Everything was e even. Her white blood cell count was perfect. Everything was perfect and stayed that way. That's not me. I, I mean, this is not me. That's her relationship with what she believed in, mm -hmm. her allowing the change. Mm -hmm. It's not we energy practitioners that are doing the magic. We're not. We're holding faith. We're helping you so you can subconsciously allow whatever the shift is that's best for you. That's what it is. It's like, it's, it's somehow probably when you're on that table surrendering and, and allowing a shift to take place because what you're doing as an energy healer is you're clearing blockages, right? So now if you're clearing channels, like I just can imagine why her spine, she was probably compacted after so many years of just life's shit. And then right. when you clear it out, everything expands and just opens up. And so when things open up, they can, it's like, you know, they can breathe again. Right? Yeah, it's like our plow. We're back to the plow. <laughs> Here it comes, yeah. you know, think of what we've plowed as we've been alive and we're all blocked. We can see some of the blocks or perceive them tumors, right? Microbes, inflammation, microbial, you know, kind of microbiome or gut issues, allergies. Those are just the most 
obvious signs of the blocks, but most of what's blocking us is more invisible. Yeah. So if a practitioner can help with the clearing and we're, you know, we're able to surrender, the good stuff can move in. I worked with a client one time. She'd been to all kinds of practitioners and I was sort of on the downhill. I was not very well known. She sat in front of me and she literally said, I don't know what you're going to do because I've been to the best of the best. And I'm sitting there going, well, it's a good thing that this work isn't necessarily dependent on faith in the practitioner. (laughs) Right. And I said, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me just see. The only picture I saw was all this healing energy she'd been given. It was sort of in her field. We're back to talking about the field. Like I saw these beautiful colors in her field. And I just said, you know, you've been getting healed. Maybe you can just breathe deep. And whatever you trust in, trust in that to just help you let it in. Mm. And at first I thought she was going to die because she turned purple and pink and green. As she she was breathing? Oh, yeah. Physically, she looked pink and purple? Yeah. Oh, her skin turned. Like all these, you know, when people get blotchy, like they can't breathe. I was terrified. I was like, what do we just do? Um, But that was her physical body reacting to all this healing energy Maybe she never thought she deserved to let it in, right? Mm. So here's this person she doesn't even think can do anything, and I didn't. All I did was say, hey, you're a good person. You can let this good stuff in. It came in, and honestly, from that day forward, her health kept improving. I didn't give her the healing energy. That was given to her. She just somehow, I was that last little speck right in the march she was on to just say, you know, I think you're good. Why don't you just let it in? It's okay to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You need somebody to help you have that aha moment um, or to let you get vulnerable enough to allow. So how many sessions? So say someone right now, I know so many people who are listening are suffering with different ailments and they're like, okay, I want to try this. How many sessions is it going to take to perhaps heal me? You never know. (laughs) I mean, I would love to give a stamp on it. I have, you know, personally worked with people who in one session, and I'm typically on the phone. I sort of like that because then you don't get swayed by what people look like or this or that. Sometimes people have shifted completely in one session. I remember one time I worked with a wonderful man with cancer and we did some energy work. And then he asked, what should I do after this? This, this phrase popped in my mind. I told him to go check it out with a functional medical doctor. Never do anything without running it by like a real professional either. I just heard sassafras tea. Well, I didn't even really know what sassafras tea was. He went, he got sassafras tea and the cancer disappeared after two weeks. Is that the sassafras tea? Is that because that's what his body needed? It's because he needed something physical to do instead of the energetic? I have no idea. I don't have all the answers. I'm just in the process with everybody. But, you know, a lot of times it takes quite a quite a while because we have these, these plowing layers to do. Mm. We have other people's energies. We have ancestors' energies. We have our old emotions. We have old belief systems. We have sometimes reason subconscious that maybe an illness works for us. I've got good stories about that too. Um, and an then maybe illness works for us. Yeah, sometimes we have what they call payoffs. 
like, and I don't want to blame or shame anybody for being sick ever, right? Um, for instance, though, I worked with a client. I led a group of people to Peru to work with a shaman and do this medicine in the jungle and do all this kind of stuff. And one of the women, when she came for the two weeks, uh, had her neck in a brace and she was going to go home and have surgery. During the two weeks, the brace came off. Her neck was completely mobile. She could move it. She was fine. So we're getting in the van to go back to the airport after two weeks. And of course, I'm feeling pretty good for her, like good for you. And she walks right into the top of the van, knocks herself unconscious. One of us brought her to the hospital. They put a brace on her. She got back on the plane. She went home with her neck exactly how it had been before she came on the trip and she needed the surgery. Now, I never blame people for the issues around having been abused. We can take on other people's energies that cause us even physical challenges. But I couldn't help but wonder, wow, maybe she needs allopathic medicine to be the way to do this. Or maybe she wants the attention that having surgery could give her. Um, yeah, so, yeah there, there right? is a thing I, I've watched where people need an excuse to be cared for and loved. Otherwise, they're not going to get it. So, and it usually happens with us women because we're everything to everyone and nothing to ourselves. And it has to get really extreme for people to look at us and say, oh, you matter too. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've said continuously to people in my life, I'm like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for that day when it's so horrible that everyone's going to rally around you? Or are you going to start to make yourself matter? That's beautiful. And that's what it's about is if we put ourselves in the center it doesn't mean other people will put us in the center, but they will treat us accordingly mm -hmm. with love and with respect. And I worked with a woman with MS who was actually recovering from the multiple sclerosis. She could start to walk. And I worked with her with a, 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 another companion healer. And he said to her, well, you know what? Pretty soon you're really going to be able to be on your feet. And, you know, you can start, you know, doing some things in your life. And she said, I don't want to do that. She goes, I know my husband will divorce me if I get better. So I need to get, so she collapsed and she got sick again. I know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, let's not shame ourselves. Let's just say... What might be an underlying reason? And can I love myself enough to meet the need in a healthier way? If I do anything, honestly, it's to help people figure out if there's a need being met by this issue or that issue, you know what? Just find out what the need is and be grateful that you care enough about yourself to meet that need, even if it's a way that doesn't feel good. And then just say, am I willing to meet it a different way that feels yeah. good? So I think we can always start there. I um I wonder another question is, you know, a lot of people are skeptical of um, energy healing via Zoom, right? You hear like, oh, we can do it over Zoom. And you're like, yeah, really? Can you? Um, and, and by the way, I believed and then I thought about it after and I'm like, but you kind of need to be able to feel over someone's body, I feel, to kind of know what's happening so answer that so that we can understand 
Okay, I like that question. We're back to quantum physics. <laughs> okay, so I mean, some people would say, well, Zoom is a conductor, it's an energy conductor, so stuff can go through Zoom. That's not really how it works. Um, the truth is that I am an energy being. I am made out of all kinds of energy fields. They come out of all my cells, all my chakras, all my this and that and the other thing. They're not limited by space or time. So I can sense the pain in a client's shoulder over Zoom or over the phone. I actually usually use the phone because it's a landline and it never dies when we're doing the work. So I'm even, I don't even have the Zoom piece for most of my clients um, because you exchange energy faster than the speed of light. So you can sense faster than the speed of light. A lot of clients tell me like, oh, I was already feeling you right before we called. I could tell what, you know, that I could read your energy, Cindy. And it's because we're interconnecting. So, you know, it's quantum physics. We're not limited by time and space. Wow. Okay. So um, we have gut issues, brain yeah. tumors, and all sorts of things going on in this room. Yeah. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? <laughs> can you feel it? <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I, my gut goes twisted. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wonder when you think about that, right? Are there certain ailments that have certain characteristics that tell you what their um, inception is from? Yes, yes. And so gut issues, for instance, right? Now that can be two main sources. That can be in what we call the second chakra, which is in the abdomen. Uh, or it can be the third chakra, which actually is more in the solar plexus. It's usually both. So what I'm more tuning into with whoever has these, let's keep it open-ended, is more what they call that second chakra. It's the abdomen. And that's the place of our feelings. It's a place of emotions. 80% of your immune system sits in that area of the body too. So it's an important place to work through. And my gut sense to use that term is that what's happening in there isn't really that person's feelings they're absorbing other people's feelings mm. it's other people's stuff and you can't process what's not yours so i would say and i'm even going to send a little energy work i'm not going to direct it i'm just going to ask what i believe to be guidance you know to help this person so i'm not going to muck in there but i would say well, let's clean out other people's feelings mm -hmm. there we go let's set up a better bound so they don't come in. <laughs> she's <Right>? crying. <laughs> That's... Not to out her, but she's crying. But I said the same thing to her. I said, it's boundaries. You don't have boundaries. It's boundaries. And I feel like crying. I mean, I feel like crying out of like a sense of joy. Yeah. Um, because I think like you're such a beautiful person. You're so kind. You want to help everybody. And it's sort of like... I almost want to do, you know, kind of that, that sacred, um, you know, pose to you. You're an amazing, beautiful spirit. And it's okay that you don't fix this for other people. Aww. Like bless them and let them deal with their own. Let feelings. it out, Kelsey. Let it out. <laughs> no, I know. I'm crying too. Yeah, no, because it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Let it Cindy, out. you got me. Uh-huh. So okay. that is like a second and a third chakra. Wow. That's second and third. It's mainly second. Can I add one piece just because I like to finish things? Yeah. 
Okay, so while we're connecting, and I can't even see her, just so everybody knows, I'm also strongly sensing in my body, because sometimes I relate to somebody's issues. I don't take them on. I'm not going to go walking around the rest of the day doing all this work, okay? So I also feel, Kelsey, your first chakra, that's in the hips. I think it was survival when you were young Mm. to do this in your family. So let's alleviate that belief system so it's not your survival anymore. So now, you know, like it can be more, more about your joy rather than surviving by doing this for people. So now I feel a little more complete. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You're welcome. I felt like my abdomen just turning as she was saying all this stuff. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Okay. So, so I have to ask, is a brain tumor not a chakra thing? Cause I feel like it's not, I feel like it's an outer thing. It, it, it's, it can, you know what usually a brain tumor is? It can somewhat be seventh chakra. Okay. So seventh chakra is on the top of the head. It's white. It's spiritual. You have a ton of white energy, Maria. You have tons and tons and tons and tons of it. All right. You just glow. Is that right? the same thing as aura? Yeah. Because I did aura. my aura picture. It was all white. You're right. Yeah. You're all white. You're all white. Uh-huh. And what you did it mean? with a computer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. To me, that means you've got like just a really strong seventh chakra in the woo-woo world that's the gift of prophecy bringing through messages mm-hmm. you know etc so sometimes a brain tumor can have to do with that sense of um the world is supposed to be a certain way like it's supposed to be a good place so often people who get brain tumors are like really good people like they have good souls and there's darkness in the world i don't know what you want to call it it's just like there's some stuff here right we all know mm-hmm. that And so it can be an absorption of what needs to be fixed in the world that gets kind of stuck in the head, right? In order to help heal what's not so good in the world. Um, So that's often the pattern with brain tumors too. So you change the pattern. You just say, you know what? I'm just gonna share my light with the world. That's a far healthier way to help justice and bring peace, you know, then to try to process it inside of me. It's definitely about what we're taking in from outside. Yeah, I feel that when you're talking, I was getting all this tingle, like yeah. crazy tingles up here. But what's yeah. interesting is like, that is something I'm so overwhelmed by. Yeah. I know. Well, is how horrible it is out here. And I'm like, I don't I have know. a solution. Yeah. Ugh, it's so hard. I know. I know. Now I'm going to so cry sad. too. So all of us <laughs> empaths are going to start crying with you. Yeah. And it's because that's your soul. That's the gift that you carry is to come here to bring peace. And it is overwhelming. I mean, it is. And and I don't think any one of us has a solution. Um, you know what I want to quote? This is just what pops in my mind. There's a series of junior high books. They're written by a woman named Susan Cooper. They're older. They're set in Wales. They have all this beautiful King Arthur cool magic stuff. The series name is The Dark is Rising. And I don't think any of us would argue that. I think The Dark is Rising. In the series, it's also made clear when the dark rises, so does the light. And I think, and I'm chilled when I say that, 
I think most of us know that the light is stronger than the dark. So if just one person like you, Maria, is holding your own light and helping people tap their lights, think about one person holding their light. One person, you know, kind of as a light bearer can affect dozens and thousands of people. Even if you don't meet them, they can sense it and feel it. The dark contracts, the light expands and the dark contracts. So one person holding light does so much more than a hundred thousand people contracting in the dark. I think we have to look at that. And that's almost, that's science. You're expanding and people catch, people catch the light. Yeah, that's so cool. So cool. Okay. I'm going to try to tell you, I feel honestly a million times lighter. I'm not even kidding. And I was in like a weird, even Maria asked me before, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I just felt weird today. And I actually feel a lot lighter yeah so thank right you. before we started the show one minute before um, i looked at her go you're not yourself today what's oh, going on well now i'm tearing up because i just think we're we're all on this planet to help yeah. each other yeah if you help one person right you know that's what we're supposed to be doing you know yeah. doing one good thing a day is you know and i'm so glad you feel better it's sort of what we were talking about that some of us are able to sense what might happen mm. before it happens and when I was sitting here, I was sitting here for about probably half an hour, you know, trying not to budge, try not to move my computer, not try not to let the dogs make noise and, you know, all these things that you have to do to try to control your environment. You know, <laughs> I, I honestly kept feeling my stomach, you know, and it was sort of like, gosh, somebody's going to have stomach issues. Wow. So anyway, That's we just so super wild. tuned into each other. So wild. I think is what we did. Uh. We well, did. this was amazing. Cindy, thank you so much. Um, what a great conversation. And I feel like, you know, there are a lot of people with brain tumors that listen to this. I get emails and I'm on the phone with them and guiding them through the journey. I did a couple calls this weekend. Um, there are a lot more people with gut issues um, that now can kind of see what their blockage is but also understanding energy work like I feel like energy work is probably right now where acupuncture was maybe even like 30 years ago like people are starting to hear about it they're kind of looking at it like confused and not and I just have found so many benefits from it um and I've seen with my own eyes the my mom got an energy healing session with John Amaral she's great he's He's fantastic right now he's Mm -hmm incredible so incredible she came into the room she could barely walk barely we had to get her onto the table and then when she was done she got off the table and she started dancing Wow! and she was able to do a 20-hour travel day thereafter for Thanksgiving last year and she got off the plane and she wanted to go to the church dance she went to the church dance. She was out dancing me, Cindy. I was tired wanting to go home and she <laughs> wanted to keep dancing. So I was like, okay, we'll keep dancing. That is the power of energy healing. I've watched it. And anytime my mom gets it, she's a completely different person. So I believe in it. And that's why I like to share it with people. But you are so good at explaining it and making it relatable and simple for people so you actually i'm just realizing just completed the skeptic circle (laughs) probably for a lot of people (laughs) yay 
<laughs> so well, cool. and if you can get a physical practitioner to do the energy, it's great because we are made out of a lot of physical energy. These days we're zoomifying. Everything's Zoom. So and John's fantastic. John Amaral and his wife are fantastic. Oh, she's incredible too. Oh my God. Um, so I guess um if you guys are interested in getting to know Cindy more, you can get her books. You offer classes as well. So these classes are how to teach people to be their own healers as well as become healers in their own right, correct? Yes, yes. So I have my own classes through my company. Right now I'm teaching classes through the Shift Network. They're a fantastic company. And I just like to give people as much information and as many techniques as possible so they can do this for themselves they can work on their loved ones or if you are a practitioner of one sort or another you can integrate it into your practice too yeah i'm gonna take a class yay that'd be great they're fun i get fun people that's what makes a class are the people who come okay cool so you guys can find more info on her website cindydale.com that's cindy with a y then an i uh we'll put that in the summary of this show um cindy until next time i'd love to see if you could come back at some point this was so incredible i would love to it's really my honor thank you all um let's keep the light shining right yeah i think we have to say something like that at the end absolutely thank you so so much Bless you all. Keep getting better, Kelsey. I will. Thank you. You We're better together. That's right. Better together. We're all better together. Yep. There we are. Oh, man. A lot of tears today. Ooh. Okay. Also, everyone in the chat loved her. She's awesome. She's amazing. We need her on Patreon right now. I know. Jeff, we got to get her to do a healing workshop with us. Yeah, I think it's funny. We were teasing Patreon earlier this week, and she said she's definitely interested in hearing more. And Cindy's such a generous person. She's like, I'm so busy, but I would love to do something. So um, for our patrons, just know that we're in the works with whatever the next move is with her. And um, it's so cool. I'm so glad it worked out the way it did, because first of all, Cindy's just wonderful. But with our crazy schedules, we've had to push her a couple times. And it's so clear to me that that. this needed Mm -hmm. to be the show she was on. Yeah. Yeah, a couple. So cool. Yeah. So awesome. cool. You know what's crazy when I'm doing like my meditations? I didn't know this and what she was saying, but I'm always like, I like, you know, God, just please help me be the light. Mm. And when she said that, you I was like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, look what you're doing here, right? You're connecting. Yeah. But like, think about people. when I'm asking people questions, like, what's the solution, guys? Yeah. And then I melt because yeah. I'm always so. I love having solutions yeah, and I love helping people. And then when I feel like something is like so freaking big, I can't get to it. I'm yeah. like, I feel and so. it hurts you. Yeah. Yep. yep. So maybe I need to figure out how to release that so I can get rid of mm. whatever's going on up mm-hmm. here. But for you, isn't it so funny? She said exactly what I was saying. Yep. And I've always, the wild thing too, I've always had hip problems. Like it always. Yeah, like, your hip's been hurting uh-huh, on the walks. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when she said that, I was like, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you should maybe do a session with her. Yeah, she was amazing. But I think you kind of just got one. I know. Um, <laughs> thank you guys, as always, for joining us on Better Together. Because when you know better, you get better. Um, don't forget to subscribe. If you can help us, we're trying to get to a 1,000 um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. We're climbing our way up. So thank you guys for the beautiful reviews. I've been reading them. Um, new episodes, of course 
every day, Monday through Thursday here. Um, If you like today's episode, um, check out episode number 74 with Bobby Vogel, who talks about everyday tools around uh, energy work. Tomorrow, we're going to be featuring one of my favorites and my friends, Gabby Bernstein, whose book, You Are the Guru, Six Messages to Help You Move Through Difficult Times with Certainty and Faith. Uh, Could not be better timed, obviously. So we'll be chatting with her tomorrow. In the meantime, you can follow us at Cindy Dale, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kels Meyer 2, at Maria Menounos. And remember, be nice people. Oh, and at Better Together with Maria. (laughs) Woo! Um, Be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag 